is back in action. Gideon Georgia will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars host Pepperdine as they look to erase the gut punch loss to Gonzaga on Thursday night. With five minutes remaining, well, it looked like BYU was poised to hand eighth-ranked Gonzaga a loss in their last appearance at the Marriott Center. The Cougars led by 10, but over the course of the final five minutes, BYU could only muster six points and would commit three huge turnovers. Conversely, the Zags scored 17 points. They did turn the ball over twice, but they captured momentum, and with a missed free throw that would have given BYU a three-point lead with 15 seconds remaining, Gonzaga's Julian Strother hit a deep straightaway three for the go-ahead bucket with nine seconds left. BYU couldn't get a good shot as time expired, and the Cougars would fall to the Zags by a point, 75 to 74. The loss obviously stings, but a bright spot in that game was how well BYU shot the basketball, especially from the perimeter. The Cougars hit 13 threes. They shot 52% from deep. Spencer Johnson led BYU with 18 in that game, which by the way tied his career high. Jackson Robinson and Gideon George each contributed 17 with Robinson nailing five threes, as well as BYU shot the ball, 21 turnovers, and being out-rebound by 15 turned out to be just too much to overcome. Time now to put that game in the rearview mirror. You can't do anything about it now, so let's push it aside and focus specifically on tonight's matchup with the Waves. Pepperdine comes into Provo having lost five games in a row and sitting at 7-11 and 11 overall. They are also winless in the WCC at 0-4. Not only have they not won a conference game yet, they also haven't won a true road game all season. They are 0-6 in true road games. And if you want to take that back even further, the Waves are 0-13 in true away games going back to last season. So right now they're riding a 19-game true away game losing streak. Wow. Maxwell Lewis is scoring a team-high 20 points per game, shooting the ball well, 51% from the field and 41% from three. The Waves, they want to push the ball, so tempo is very important to them. It's important for BYU as well, but with as fast as the Waves want to play, you can certainly disrupt them by making them slow things down. So it'll be interesting to see how BYU handles the, the tempo aspect of this game tonight. The Cougars have won three in a row against Pepperdine, and they hold an uh, all-time series advantage of 20-10, and 10, which includes a 12-2 record right here in Provo against Pepperdine. Well, as we talked about before the Gonzaga game, there were only a handful of Cougar players who had actually faced the Zags before. One of the guys who got to experience the BYU versus Gonzaga atmosphere for the first time was Richie Saunders. I asked Richie, taking the outcome out of the game, or excuse me, the outcome out of the equation, what was his experience of the big game like? It was amazing. You know, like what an honor to be able to step on the court. Um, with this place, just their whole souls and hearts just on you, you know, like just one and rooting for you. It was it was absolutely awesome. I know that the game obviously didn't go the way that you had hoped 
I'm curious, now that you've had some time since it ended, do you look back on the game any different? Has it settled a little bit? I mean, what's your what's your emotions like now looking back on it? You know, it's it's so hard, right? Like, it's just something so just it's just easy to look back and see the different um, mistakes that we made. But, you know, I, I, I look at it as I've tried to just be as positive as I can. You know, like I've, I've looked at it and seen that like there's like we can compete with anybody in the country, you know. And I think it was it was incredible to see that firsthand, you know. Um, of course, of course, of course, like the outcome was just it was so hard. Um, but, you know, again, like it did show us that we can compete with anybody. I mean, do you guys have to approach it or maybe this is your mindset as athletes anyway, that regardless of the situation, if you can take something positive out of it and use it to sort of spring yourself forward, it can be a positive moving forward. Is that how you guys are handling it? Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, it's always the next game is the hardest game you'll ever play. And that's always our mentality. Every game, whether it's Gonzaga or Pacific or Pepperdine. It doesn't matter. Every game is the is the toughest and hardest that we've ever played. As much as you can share, what did the coaches talk to you guys about either after the game or as you watched film uh, preparing for, for this game against Pepperdine? What did you guys go over? You know, just the continuing of getting better. Um, you know, of course, it's a quick turnaround, so we have to continue to to move forward and get better, but specifically Pepperdine is we got to really just focus on transition defense you know which is something that um was proved to be fatal for us against gonzaga but um something that we've worked hard on and we'll continue to work hard on not just for pepperdine but for every team turnovers you guys had done a really good job of sort of having those go down the turnovers have started to come back up a little bit what do you attribute that to Uh, we talked a lot about being present and focused um and you know like it was clear that there was a lot of distractions going on um Look, the rock is incredible, and it was awesome to look up there as um, on the court and uh, see how distracting it is. And they do such a good job, you know. But um, it just a little bit of a lack of being present. And you know, like we'll, we'll continue. We've we've addressed it. We spent an hour on that already today, and um, you know, like we'll we'll be ready. Like it's a, just a learning experience for sure. You touched on this a second ago, and, and we were talking before we actually started rolling. You know, the best medicine after a loss really is to be able to play. And the fact that you get a, a game two days later, it's it's probably the best thing for you. 100%, right? There's nothing really that can be done going in the past, but all we can do is move forward into the future. What do you know about Pepperdine? The one thing that really stands out, they've been struggling. They have not won on the road in true road games this year. They are an up-tempo team. So what's the focus against the Waves? You know, first off, like, they're an incredible team. Like, yeah, they've had some struggles, but... Again, it's going to be the toughest game we've played all year um, is this next one, Pepperdine. But, you know, they're very talented individually. Um, they have some very um, talented players on their team that we're going to have to fight every possession to defend and to um, ensure that they don't get that road win, you know. Like, they don't come in here and... Uh, like it, it's we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna battle we're gonna battle hard. By no means am I comparing losing to Gonzaga the same as losing to LMU, but I, I think in in terms of the way you guys showed how you bounced back the next game after losing to LMU at San Diego, you really controlled that game. Is that what you're kind of looking to do again? Is really take control on Saturday? Yeah, 100. percent right? Like we're you know it's it's all about response, like how you're gonna respond. And all season we've had different things that have forced us to respond. 
and our continued focus is getting better and getting better every every single day. That's something you guys have done a really good job of this year is bouncing back and responding. With all of the new faces and, and so many new things, where do you think that comes from? You know, our, our coaches do a great job at preaching that. And but you know, of course they could just preach it without it seeping down into the players, but like we have a team that is that wants to get better. Um, a young team that's clear that they just they just want to get better. We just wanna we just wanna improve. You know, we love this game so much, and we've dedicated our lives to it, right? And uh, we just, we've really, I don't know, captured, like, the belief of what Coach Pope is and his theory is yeah. of just getting better. We've, we've really, we've really, like, let that seep in. Richie, appreciate the time. Good luck against Pepperdine. Appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Chef with you in our BYU Radio Studios in Provo, Utah. Across the way at the Marriott Center tonight, the BYU Cougars hosting Pepperdine. Pepperdine has not won a true away game this entire season. They are 0-4 in the West Coast Conference. This is one of those games BYU needs to take advantage of from the get-go. Let's head over to the Marriott Center and join now by Mark Durant. Hi, Mark. How's your Saturday treating you so far? Mr. Shepard, um, I'm I'm recovering. I'm I'm getting better. I'm, it's going to take some time, but I'm getting better. Well, that, that's what I wanted to ask. You've had two <laughs> days since Thursday. Have uh, have things settled in? Have you uh, have you been able to put it behind you to this point? Look that look, that was an opportunity BYU had just could not close it out. And I know it's frustrating, but it really look. And you you've you've done this. You played for BYU basketball. You know what it's like when when things like that happen. That you've got to just, you as best you as you can do, put it behind you and move on. How easy or how hard is that going to be tonight? Well, if it's an, if my feelings are any indication for these players, it's going to be hard. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm an old guy, as you know, Jason. You're still young and spry, but I'm old, and <laughs> I, I've I've experienced so many losses in my life, <laughs> playing and watching and my teams and. At least I'm not a Bears fan, so at least there's that. Um, but um, I, I just don't care as much anymore. We just got beaten down. So, you know, if BYU loses, I'm like, oh, that's too bad. Okay, that's fine. You know, so it takes a lot to get me really shook about a loss, and I was shook, man. I was just like, I can't I, – I couldn't handle it. I mean, it was hard. And a lot of different reasons, you know. It's not if, – if BYU would have lost to Pepperdine in a similar fashion – I probably wouldn't have been beat up about it, but it was Gonzaga, number eight team, last chance to get him in here at least for a while, and you know, so many implications of that game. You know, if you win the game, you you kind of back in the conversation for postseason play. Even the NCAA tournament, you just beat Gonzaga, and you're you're winning a lot of games, and it, you know, and to have the game and to play so well and just have it, and then to have it snatched away, that's pretty cruel, and it, it was hard. So I think it was particularly hard on these. These guys, it's obviously magnified for them and for the coaching staff, and so it's hard, almost oh, to, harder to bounce back from that loss than it would have been a 25-point loss against Gonzaga. It'll say a lot about this team, how they play tonight, but even more importantly next week. And they, uh, that's, I mean, that's a gut punch. That when you get hit in the gut, it takes a while for you to get your breath back and and just kind of feel right again. So it's a great challenge. I mean, the great thing about college basketball is you always have another one unless you've played the last one. And they haven't played the last one, so yeah. they got another one. And the, the best way to forget about things is just do other things and play another game. And 
hopefully this will be a positive experience that they can kind of learn from and, and be ready to go for the rest of the conference. So when we talk about bounce back tonight, how do you want to see BYU bounce back against Pepperdine? Well, I just want them to, you know, continue to play with confidence and, you know, that, don't don't forget the fact that you led the number eight team in the country by double digits late in that game. And you, you have to be doing a lot of things right in, in your with your team to do that. And don't forget that you've, you know, won, what, seven of nine or eight of ten. I don't know what it is, but, you, you know, you, you're a good team and good teams take care of business, especially at home. Don't have a lapse. You'll get after it defensively. I'd really like to see them get back on track with the with the rebounding. They've really kind of taken a slid there, which was, I think, a lot of the identity of this team was we're going to be tough and we're going to rebound. We're going to get offensive rebounds, and they've kind of gotten away from that a little bit. I'd like to see them get back to that because especially on the road next week, you're going to have to do that. And sometimes it's easy to shoot pretty well at home, but on the road it's going to be tough to shoot well, so you have to you have to rebound well. I really like the defensive, uh, you know, tri- the direction they're taking defensively. So I, what, what I want to see is just I want to see you continue to build and not let this kind of push you back and backslide on some of the things that you're doing really well because you, you were doing some really, really good things in that game. It got away from you at the end, though. But in order to lose a game like that, you have to play really, really good yeah. uh, to get in a position where you can lose it like that. And what, that's a weird way of thinking about it, but that's kind of what, what they have to do. Well, and you're right. The BYU's won eight out of the last ten games. And so this is a team. Remember, they were 5-5, five and five, and they had the loss to, to Utah Valley. And from that point on, BYU then went on a seven-game winning streak. They ended up losing to LMU, but they bounced back against San Diego. And, and that's something I don't know if you had a chance to hear the interview that I had with Richie in the prior segment. I asked him about that. I, I said, this is something this team has shown an ability to do is bounce back. And I think that's a pretty remarkable um, you know, thing that this team has been able to accomplish this year given so much newness to the roster. And I, and I granted at this point of the season, you're not new. You're not really freshmen anymore. You've played a lot of games, but I think that is a great attribute that this team has shown throughout the course of the year to be able to bounce back when they needed it. It's really difficult to manage a whole team of athletes. That, you know, in order for them to get here, Jason, they've had to really have a lot of success and a lot. You know, their high school teams are superstars, right? And that's the only way you get to this level and play for BYU. And, and so there's a lot of things that can go wrong in a locker room. A lot of cracks that, that may be small, but under pressure will get bigger. Um, and a lot of egos you're having to deal with as a coach. And, and so it's a real challenge. And there's pressure points uh, on a season. And for, for a team, you know, to, you know, like Rudy Williams, for instance, you know, he, he gets – put on the bench to come off the bench and then he comes back and plays some great games and uh i mean there's just a lot of issues to be dealt with and for a team to kind of keep together as a team even if a player is unhappy but 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 like i still love these guys i want to help this team win and, and you know to be able to bounce back from these negative pressure points and not let those cracks get bigger but kind of heal the cracks and Anyway, I'm probably not making any sense, but it's a challenge is what I'm saying all year long. And and for the teams that can stick together in those those difficult times, that that can really make the difference on on how you – and listen, Jason, if you're telling me BYU is going to be up double digits against Gonzaga back after that South Dakota game, I'm like, you are insane. You are just a crazy person because they – 
are, they just don't have it. And they've come together as a team, and they have chemistry, and they're helping each other and getting better and progressing. And it's, it's really impressive. So I, I just, you know, just, I, I don't think this team is going to succumb to those types of uh, situations. Like, like last year's team, I think I succumbed a little bit when they lost to Santa Clara in a similar, similar fashion and lost four in a row. I, I don't see that in this team, but it, it's, you know, this could be dangerous. You lose a game like that, and then you you know, got a, a freewheeling, high-scoring Pepperdine team that could get hot. Then you have to go on the road to t- really super tough road swing next week. I mean, it, it can get away with you if you're not just lockstep right together as a team and, and love the guys and want want to help everybody get better and just, you know, come together even in these hard times. All right, well, let's talk about this Pepperdine team. As you mentioned, high-scoring, They, I mean, they score the ball. The problem is they don't win games. They're, they're not winning. They're four games under five hundred. They are 0-4 in conference. Um, this is a team that BYU has had success against overall. And, look, I, I want BYU to come out as an angry team tonight. I want them to take every one of their frustrations out on Pepperdine tonight. What, what do you make of this team that, as you mentioned, does score, they play a really fast tempo, but yet they're not winning games? It's crazy to me. C- coming into this season, I think watch out for Pepperdine because they. I know they got – I mean, they got uh, – Maxwell Lewis, who's an NBA guy, and he had 30 the other night. I mean, and then you know, Houston Millette was a, is a bucket to me. I mean, he, I just have nightmares from at Pepperdine. He just could not miss. Had 31. So you and, and you, you've got a lot of offensive weapons, and I just don't get it. I mean, what's going on with these guys that they're not winning games? And it's a little bit scary to me to to play a team that I know has offensive guys, right? And they're they have nothing. <laughs> they have nothing to lose. I mean, they're zero four. They're having a bad. There's no pressure on them. Let's just go out and do our thing. You know, light it up. And if you're not careful, if they, the thing that's scary about them, some teams have good players, but some teams have guys that uh, can get hot and can win a game for you. One one guy could win a game, uh, like San Francisco Shabazz. Uh, he could win a game if he gets hot. And and I think. You know, Pepperdine has two guys that if they get hot, they, they can win it by, almost by themselves. And so you have to really focus on those guys, not let them get up to a good start and just keep them in check, know where they're at. Don't let them get rolling because, man, it's crazy to me that you have that kind of offensive firepower and they're losing games like they are. And you don't want to be the team that they kind of figure it out against. All right, last question. And I want to pose a question to you that was asked to me this week. I was talking with somebody about the team. And, you know, obviously we started to see with, with Spencer Johnson back, he's picked up right where he left off. He tied his career high with 18. Jackson Robinson has, has really provided um, a, a, a steady hand for the most part this season. You know, Gideon George had a really good game against, against Gonzaga as well. Somebody asked me, who's BYU's go-to guy when they have to have a bucket? Who's the go-to guy? How would you answer that? Who's BYU's go-to guy right now? I have my thoughts, and I'll tell you what, after you give me your answer. Well, my answer is the, pro- the main problem with BYU is they do not have a go-to guy. Uh, I, don't, I can't answer that question because I don't think they do. I mean, it could be Dallin. It could be Gideon. It could be Spencer Johnson. I, I mean, there, and there's some benefit to, to having all, a bunch of guys that can be your go-to guy, but I, I think it helps a team to know late in the game, and I think part of the problem the other night was there was a little bit of panic because they didn't know who was going to take care of the ball and get a shot for them. And, you know, B- 
be smart with the ball and, and, and do all the right things. And, and there was a little bit of panic, I think. You know what? No one really wanted the ball in their hands. And maybe that's unfair to say, but that was the sense I got. Whereas to me, late, it's, you should have a, a couple guys. I always go back to Travis Hansen. Travis Hansen, man, what a competitor. He wanted that ball. He, You guys, go get it. I want this ball. Oh, yeah, you're going to try and keep me from getting it inbounds in a full-court press. I'm going to punish you rather than be kind of frightened. Oh, don't don't pass it to me. And if you get it, i got to get rid of it. I mean, just you got to have guys that want it and want to be the man. And I, there's, there's certainly people on this team that can fill that role. But I think part of the problem is there, there's a question mark as to who that guy should be and will be. See, my answer was Spencer Johnson. and <laughs> That's a simpler answer. <laughs> Shorter. <laughs> well, here's, here was my thought process behind it. I'm not saying that Spencer's hitting every big shot, but I feel like when this team, things start to go a little haywire or, you know, some turnover, I, I feel like this team looks to Spencer to settle things down. And I think he has that type of effect. So that's why I went with Spencer I, Johnson. I, here, I think that's, the right, that's probably the right answer, but I think part of the problem is he needs to step up and demand that he be that guy because I think he is the guy. But late in that game, he did not have the ball in his hands enough. And he's not, you know, he's got to, you've got to get the, if he's the guy, get the ball to the guy. And he didn't have it in his hands enough. All right, Mark, should be a fun one tonight. Uh, look for the Cougars to bounce back. I think they will. Uh, we will hear you and Greg on the call coming up in a little bit. Uh, thanks for the time as always. All right, my friend. Always great. See you. See ya. That's the great Mark Durant. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Back with one more segment of Cougar Pregame Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. It is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Before we get you back over to the Marriott Center, quick update, BYU women's basketball. Boy, they do it again. On the road in Malibu, they hand Pepperdine a 63-52 win. Cougars are rolling. They are now 10-8 overall. They've won six in a row. They are now 5-2 in the West Coast Conference, 63-52 BYU getting the win at Pepperdine. And, yes, another double-double, 10 points, 20 rebounds for Lauren Gustin. Nani Falatea with 16 points to go along with two rebounds and two assists. Coming up next, we'll get you to the Marriott Center, the Cougar pregame coaching show with Greg Rubel coming your way right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the beautiful BYU campus in Provo, Utah, for the second game of BYU's two-game weekend home set. It's the Cougars, home to Pepperdine, with BYU looking to shake off Thursday's late-game heartbreak. And the Waves looking for their first away win in almost two years. Both teams carrying some heavy baggage into tonight's game. I'm Greg Rubel. I'll have tonight's play-by-play call. Joined by my broadcast partner for the last 26 seasons now, the former BYU hoopster, Mark Durant. And, uh, Mark, over the years we've called so many thrilling wins and crushing losses. But what happened Thursday at home to Gonzaga... 
almost deserves its own category. Uh, BYU was minutes and then seconds away from one of the biggest victories in program history and a combination of lethal blows from the Zags and self-inflicted wounds by the Cougs led to that very tough-to-swallow 75-74 setback. Oh, man, Greg. <laughs> that was rough, brother. That was rough on me. And uh, l- listen, I, I'm kind of a masochist, so like I go to bed that night. I'm thinking about I'm, I'm ranking all the worst losses that I've played in and seen and called. And that was, I think that's definitely a top five. And, and you mentioned it, but part of the reason it is just the implications of it. I mean, how rare is it to give have that opportunity to have top ten team at your place, you know, 20, the sellout crowd going nuts, and, and and then you play great. Yeah. You played great. And then to lose it like that was just, I mean, that was just cruel. That was heartbreaking. And and, and so, listen, I, I I had a hard time getting over that one, and I'm sure my feelings are about a, a hundredth of this, this team. So this is this will be a real interesting game tonight against a team that has the offensive tools to beat you. And if you're not, if you're still kind of reeling from the other night, you're going to get beat tonight. I'm just going to tell you that, right? Don't look at the record. Don't look at the numbers. These guys have some guys, and, and you better be ready to go and bounce back from that. And that, that's tough. I mean, that's harder That's harder to bounce back from a one-point loss like that than a 25-point loss. I'm telling you that this is going to be a challenge for the guys tonight. Those are the words of Mark Durant. Coming up, the words of Mark Pope as the Science Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Pepperdine straight ahead. Cougs have won their last three in this series. BYU's won the last six at the Marriott Center in 30 games overall. BYU's won 20 and lost 10, including a 12-2 mark here at the Marriott Center. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And Coach Pope tonight talks about what makes a team on a 19-game away losing streak a dangerous opponent for the Cougs tonight here in Provo. Yeah, they're a really scary team. They're they're a, a really, really explosive, talented offensive team. Um, led by a sophomore who people are talking about maybe being a lottery pick this year. Um, he had 15 NBA scouts at a game recently just to watch him. And so they're super explosive. They take really hard shots. Uh, they can make really hard shots on any given night. Um, they play with some pace. Um, and they're kind of they're, they're pretty aggressive um, in their mentality. So on the night when everything's clicking, this team is wildly dangerous. Is it a team you want to or can just run up and down with? Yeah, I mean, we need, to, we, need to, we need to push the pace. They will also, so this should be an up-and-down game for sure. Um, on the defensive end, our transition defense is going to be tested in a, in a really special way tonight, and we, we have to find ways to answer that and try and, on the defensive side of the ball, make this a half-court game. we still like to get some thrust offensively. Most of these guys are guys you've seen already uh, from year to year. Yeah, really, really, uh, really talented young guys. Essentially, you know, the, the same backcourt that they started last year. They're, they're sophomores now. We're freshmen last year. Um, but this Mike Mitchell is shooting the ball at an elite, elite level, you know, 46% from the three and, and on hard shots. And Mallet, we remember last night, he gave us 31 at their place in a shootout uh, at their place. He's, a, you know, he's one of the best um, feel cutters running off screens 
turns and flares and staggers and and able to deliver shots that, that we have in our league and and uh, you know this Max Williams is, is special he's a special talent right now and and like I said I don't know what's going to happen with him but but there's certain he's he's certainly getting talked about by by everybody at the next level right now and Maxwell Lewis leads them at 20 points a game right now Foose didn't play in the game in Malibu but was a monster here against the Waves last yeah, year. yep he's um, you know and we'll it will be interesting to see how they how they approach him to start the game they haven't been bringing a second defender for the most part they do occasionally uh, they have more uh, they have some real length at the four and five now more length at the four than they they had last year um, so we'll see if they how much they trust that and we'll, we'll need Foose and Atiki and uh, you know to, to go to work inside and, and have, have presence for us not as much shot blocking without Koulibaly though yeah for sure and you know I don't know I, I, I'm not sure you know what his feel in this was going to be um, you know I think they really like you know th- this lineup they have right now this Basham has been really really good and and uh, the youngster at the four is 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 shown some incredible versatility like he's really made shots especially recently you know he made some really tough shots uh, close out threes uh, against Santa Clara uh, he's able to put the ball on the floor and he's got tremendous length so their lineup's really interesting they're super young but it's a really interesting lineup how'd you like your guys focus in the uh, quick turnaround and what they gave you on Friday and Saturday game. These guys are really good at responding, and so um, and it, it was a it was a mountain to climb in the last forty eight hours. But um, you know that's our job, and these guys have been great about it, and they're, they're hungry to continue to get better. Coach, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, G. That's Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant giving us now his keys to tonight's game against Pepperdine. Listen, Pepperdine's got some really good players. Miss Maxwell Lewis is an NBA guy and uh and Millet is you know we saw him last year at Pepperdine he just lit it up and the key is don't let those guys go off wherever they go you're with them you do not help off of them if you if they screen you, you double team that you leave the other guy alone I mean th- you got to make sure that those guys don't go off on you and I, I think the other thing is BYU almost doubled Pepperdine up on the on the boards last year in Pepperdine and we're able to win that game even though Millet was having a big night and so I think BYU needs to get right back on track with the rebounding and dominate the waves on the boards tonight. Good stuff. Break time again. And this reminder to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from the Marriott Center in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are courtside at the Marriott Center for 13-7. BYU hosting 7-11. Pepperdine, the Cougs 3-2. And and in the middle of the pack in the WCC standings, Waves are off to an 0-4 league start. They're the only winless team in conference play. Pepperdine on a five-game losing streak overall. BYU, meantime, comes in having won 8 of 10. 
This is the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Coordinating producer, Terry South. Control board operators, Logan Gardner and Seth Larson. Our BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires. Broadcast interns, Caleb Hatch and Colton Potter. And you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, and our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM in Salt Lake City. We are also heard on the BYU Radio app and byuradio.org. What was last season that BYU gave away a game it had won at Santa Clara in the closing seconds. The shock was such that it seemed BYU was still out of sorts two days later. They lost to a poor Pacific team on the road, and BYU would ultimately lose four in a row, starting with that loss in Santa Clara. It took the Cougs really out of NCAA tournament contention, and they were kind of solid at that point before the, uh, before the, uh, the slide. And the downfall began with one late-game meltdown. Now, a year later... BYU against Gonzaga gives away a game it had won and now come into town this poor Pepperdine team. Mark, if BYU has any kind of hangover like last year and wilts against the Waves, things could you know, threaten to go sideways again. You've got a big week ahead in the Bay Area, two very tough games, so it's a huge bounce-back game tonight before hitting the road. Yeah, I mean, you and I talked the day after the Gonzaga game, and we both went to Santa Clara from last year. How There's a lot of similarities there where BYU literally threw the game away and again that's one of those losses that can really give you a gut punch and if you can't recover quickly enough then you're just getting pummeled and the ref has to stop the fight and that kind of ruined BYU season last year in a lot of ways because they they had built themselves up to a spot where they were an NCAA tournament team yep. and then in two weeks they were not and uh, you got to it's a little you, different this it, year because different. BYU's not in the field but that said just the notion of things kind of slipping away from you, it, it's its danger time. But it, but it's danger in that this team is, at, you know, maybe they're not an NCAA tournament team, but they've been playing really well. Getting they, better. And they got the 8 of 10. Uh, and and you just don't want to derail that with, with what happened the other night. You want to continue to build on that. If they can win, if, if they go three and one of their next four games you know st mary's will be back home if they can do that i think they're in a great position i mean that's yeah. a tough part of your schedule but they could easily go oh and four and it starts tonight i mean we talked about pepperdine they're there as don't let the record fool you they're dangerous and if you're not ready to go after after the other night man it could it could go bad quickly Coming up after the break, we'll hear from Pepperdine head coach Lorenzo Romar when the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, getting you set for BYU and Pepperdine. The Waves looking to stop a five-game losing streak, a six-game slide in Provo, and a 19-game losing streak in true away games. The Waves coming in two tonight off a three-point loss at San Diego on Thursday, but Pepperdine trimmed a 19-point late-game deficit to three points with a 16-0 run to make things interesting. And this is an interesting Pepperdine team under head coach Lorenzo Romar. Only one transfer on the entire active roster, and that player will not play tonight. So it's a homegrown program that features some of the most exciting young players in the WCC. And a short time ago, I asked Coach Romar about some of the continuing growing pains for Pepperdine. Right now we're playing with uh, Bubakar Koulibaly, who was... uh, 
our best shot blocker at the time is out. We're playing more with probably four sophomores and three freshmen out there, and uh, things just seem to happen down the stretch of the games to prevent you from winning it. Uh, we, we have some players. I like our pieces. We just have to learn how to pull the games out. You've been right there. You have lost a lot of close games. Yes, we have. A couple overtime games. and uh, We've learned lessons from them, but I prefer to learn lessons in victories, you know, so hopefully we can turn it around. Man, I was impressed by how you guys came back from down 19 with seven minutes to go at San Diego to make it a one-possession game. Well, we... I thought our defense was as good as it's been all year during that during that time. It allowed us to get some stops. It allowed us to get some runouts and made life a little easier on the offensive end. Uh, so that's how we were able to come back. Now, you are going to run with any, anybody and everybody. Uh, it, it, does your style of play change at all with how defensive-minded BYU's been? It doesn't, it doesn't change, but there's more emphasis on we're pushing the ball. But at the end of that break... What shot are we taking? If you come down and usually shoot contested quick shots against BYU, it's a formula for failure. Take care of the basketball. We have to have low-number turnovers. If we take low-number turnovers, commit low-number turnovers, and take good shots, they're, they're not able to run as much. But they're still going to run. We're aware of that. But with us, we're still trying to run as well. Just cut down on the turnovers take good shots. What do you think of this BYU team that comes in off a tough loss to Gonzaga on Thursday? Yeah, a game I watched, a game that I thought they outplayed Gonzaga, to tell you the truth. And uh, It starts to me with Treori. He's just such a, I know they call him Moose, but uh, well named, appropriately named. He's a Moose down there. And last year, 25 points, 19 rebounds against us. We, we couldn't handle him at all. Uh, we've got to do a good job on him. But he's He's kind of the centerpiece a little bit, but now uh, Atiki is, Atiki, Ali, Atiki is playing really well for them as also. So they're, they're really solid in, in the paint. Uh, they have a couple of wing scores that are good, and uh, I think they guard pretty good. Finally, when I prepare my spotting boards for other teams, it's transfer after transfer after transfer after transfer, but yeah. not with Pepperdine. You mentioned Bubakar, but he's not going to play. He's really the, the one transfer piece you've got. Everyone else I've got on your board is a homegrown, guys that you bring into this program and build them and develop them. Uh, for whatever reason, the, the portal hasn't worked out for us. Uh, either we had poor evaluations or just it hadn't worked. So we decided, and we're taking our lumps, to go in-house and try to build and try to try to recruit the kids that won't go into the transfer portal that are going to want to stay here and that's what we're trying to do and uh, we've done that the last couple of years and uh, I think if we can keep everybody together it's going to begin to pay dividends for us. See the fruits of your labors. Well Coach Romar always a pleasure chatting with you. We'll do it one more time in Malibu here in a bit. Thank you again. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, that is Pepperdine head coach Lorenzo Romar. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and Pepperdine tipping just after the top of the hour. One of five WCC games and a full slate for the league tonight. Elsewhere, Santa Clara visiting Pacific. Portland is at Gonzaga. San Diego visiting LMU. St. Mary's plays at San Francisco. Mark, there have been a few eyebrow-raising results in league. USF at 1-4 and four is struggling more than expected. Even Pepperdine being 0-4 is kind of a surprise. But it's always Gonzaga and St. Mary's at the top. And there they are, as usual. Both teams 4-0 and in conference. 
You just want to have one of those years where BYU contends to the final week or week or two at the top of the WCC, and that's why that Gonzaga loss hurts so much, too, because BYU would love to be there at the end, even just to put some heat on Gonzaga or St. Mary's, and uh, a home win over Gonzaga is a great way to do it. I mean, that's been the deal for, like, what, 11 years now is you just don't have a chance against Gonzaga. Well, you had a chance. I mean, if you win that game and Gonzaga's shown some vulnerability maybe on the road, and then you have St. Mary's at home, and, you know, after the first at least go-round, you could have been in first place. And yeah. uh, that, that's that's hard. That, that's part of the reason it hurts so much is the implications of that game were huge for a lot of reasons. And uh, now you're you're up, you know, looking up again at those two teams where you could have been in charge of your, your own destiny there. Some final thoughts before tip-off. They're coming your way next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. We're live at the Marriott Center ahead of BYU and Pepperdine on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. Closing strains of our national anthem here at the Marriott Center. We've got BYU and Pepperdine coming up. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Uh, two teams playing really different styles of basketball right now. Uh, the Pepperdine Waves are in games that usually end with 90-something uh, to 80-something is the final score. And BYU's average score of its games is 68 to 58. Uh, so BYU's... Uh, been defending really well in league. Uh, it, it's an interesting, it's a different tack for BYU, to put it that way, but uh, really curious to see what they can hold Pepperdine to tonight because the waves run and gun. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you worry that Pepperdine kind of is over four in conference and is already kind of out of it, that there, there's really no consequences for them. That worries me when you've got guys on the team that can light it up, when they just go free wheel and there's no consequences. What, what do we got to lose? That type of attitude scares me. So that defense needs to show up early and let Pepperdine know it's not going to be their night tonight. Tip off of BYU and Pepperdine coming up right after this. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.